people can take everything away from you, but they can never take away your truth. But the question is, can you handle mine? <sighs> Being a celebrity is exhausting sometimes. Welcome to another episode of We Might Be Overthinking This, but the podcast where we dissect this week's headlines and give you our in-depth and unsolicited opinions. I'm one of your hosts, Dara. And I'm your other host, Aaliyah. Cracked up my LaCroix. Show LaCroix. We're filming on a Sunday. Probably most likely because there's not another episode of Love Island, I'd say. Uh, yeah, there definitely is. We have to wait until uh, Tuesday, which is honestly like... Uh, it's uh, so hard. It's really, really hard. It really is. Just but we've got to pay the paper. They put out two on Saturday. We eat them up. And then Sunday, we record the show. Yeah. That's what's happening. Okay, so we can get into our first topic, which is the fact that Beanie Feldstein is being replaced by Leah Michelle as Fanny Bryce on Broadway in Funny Girl. Justice for Leah. <laughs> I mean, that's sort one of. take. That's one take. Uh, Beanie posted on her IG this past Sunday that she was going to be leaving. And that's how mm-hmm. the news first broke about that. But rumors had been swirling yeah. for a long time. Funny Girl, the tickets hadn't been uh, selling. They were pl- playing for rooms of 75%. Yeah. Um, the reviews initially came out. They were mixed, you know. Yeah, they weren't. Mid. They didn't demolish the show. And they weren't all about Beanie. No, but I... I do think some of the worst criticisms about the show were about her performance. Yeah, well, the worst, I think the main criticism is that the girl can act, and that's not, but she can't sing. Yeah, she can't And that's the whole point of a musical. (laughs) The musical. Yeah. You gotta do two things. Yeah. (laughs) You gotta act, and you gotta sing. Yeah, it's a little bit harder. Not everyone could do it. Yeah. Fair. Fair, mate. I remember I saw some reviews that said that her voice was like untextured Mm -hmm. compared to the other performers. Uh huh. Um, Underdeveloped is another one I saw. And so, and I have you ever seen any of the rehearsals of the show on TikTok? I have not. No. Okay. So there's this one that's like she's performing with what appears to be like a pretty seasoned Broadway actor. Yeah. He's like dancing. He's like an incredible voice, and like she goes to sing, and she's just like hitting all the wrong notes like really pitchy and it just shows that she's like was out of her depth yeah Yeah. you know Mm -hmm. and can i read you what she wrote though on ig yeah okay (laughs) she said playing fanny bryce on broadway had been a lifelong dream of mine and doing so for the last few months had been a great joy and a true honor Once the production decided to take the show in a different direction, I made the extremely difficult decision to step away sooner than anticipated. I will never forget this experience, and from the bottom of my heart, I want to thank every single person who came to the August Wilson for the love and support you've shown me and our amazing cast and crew. The people I've had the great joy of bringing Funny Girl to life with every night, both on and off stage, are all remarkably talented and exceptional humans. I hope you continue to join them on Henry Street after I depart on July 31st. Okay. 
because she was initially supposed to play the role until the end of 2022. Mm -hmm. Then it was announced that she was going to step away at the end of September. Yeah. And then this is like the final new announcement that she's going to be stepping away at the end of July. And the show started in May, I think. And so she really only lasted two months. Yeah. And she's also been missing like a string of shows. Like she missed one week because she said she had COVID, which is honestly just like the new excuse that people use to like not do things. Yeah. (laughs) And then she also missed like other string of dates for just like, I I, I don't know why. She actually missed the show the day before the announcement. Yeah. Well, I'm sure like this hasn't been easy for her. And And I also think it's like, she announced that she was leaving, and then the next day, right, they announced that Leah Michelle was... Yeah, she announced that she was leaving Sunday night, and they announced Monday at 1 p.m. Right, so, like... That Leah was taking over. I also think it's interesting that, like, she, like, announced that they, they let her announce it before so that she didn't have to acknowledge that, like, Leah was taking her role. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been, like, a natural, like, I'm so happy to pass this on to so-and-so. Yeah, but she's not passing it on. I know, I know, I know. It's just, like... Yeah, it, it, I mean, like there's no fired. way that she got fired. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, she got direction? fired or like, you know, was being basically bullied out oh, because I've heard that like the set environment had like really changed after the reviews came in and they like tried yeah. to keep like a happy environment. But when the ticket sales started being affected, Oof. that's when I heard it got pretty like dark. And yeah. I'm sure that's why she wasn't because it's like, you know, you get a bad review for a film. It's like it's already happened. Yeah. You know, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. But to like get bad reviews and then have to keep, keep. doing the performance it's day tough. in and day it's out. Tough. And then you have all this because the chatter about Leah taking over started pretty quickly after the show opened. Yeah. And it's funny because like people were trying to play Leah at the beginning because. Yeah, they she's were always made her love for Barbara Streisand and Funny Girl, like, known. Yeah. She famously did a lot of the Funny Girl songs on Glee. Yeah. Um, and so when it was announced that Ryan Murphy, who is the creator of Glee, who yes. she has a long relationship with, yeah. got the rights to Funny Girl, people's first thoughts was, oh, Leah Michelle is going to die if she doesn't get it, get that role. I mean, she pretty much said as much. She yeah. was on Watch What Happens Live, and she talks mm. about it here. I heard Ryan Murphy bought the rights to Funny Girl. With you in mind for future productions, <laughs> is that still going to happen? Please say yes. I hope so. I, I really hope so. I think that we were thinking of doing it right after Glee, but I did a lot of the songs from Funny Girl on Glee, so right. it felt like a little soon. Right. But I feel really ready to do it now, so maybe we can do it soon. I would like to see you uh, in the Wicked movie. I would like Alphabet. to see me in the Wicked movie, too. Okay, well, then <laughs> let's make it happen. Let's, let's, who, do, who do I have to uh, fight for that? Have you ever been in talks? Yeah. Like, she wants that. Like, Wicked and Funny Girl are her two things that she campaigned for. Yeah. And pretty much felt, like, entitled to. Yeah. But sh- that that scene on Watch What Happens Live was, like, long. That was just when Ryan Murphy got the right. Yeah, that was in 2017. Oh, my God. Yeah. So Yeah, long it was a while ago. ago. But to Leah's credit, not to play her too much, once it was, like, moving into production, she wasn't, like, publicly embarrassing herself and campaigning for it. No, because like, she had already done it several years ago. Yeah, yeah. And, like, when when it was announced... But the thing is, is that when it started to go into production, yeah. her kind of reckoning had yeah. already happened, so she knew better than to not pop her head about. Mm-hmm. And, like, 
I know like everyone's like really excited for like Leah's like redemption arc. Well, yeah. So you kind of had to talk about. But I was just about to say, okay. all right, should we like go down a little history lesson yeah. of maybe why Leah fell off in the first place? Yeah. Because it kind of happened in the past couple of years because yeah. it happened with a lot of celebrity reckonings mm-hmm. 2020. Yeah. <laughs> Not a good year for a lot of reasons and for a lot of people. Okay, like mainly celebrities. Yeah, I they mean, had right? it so hard. They had it so hard. Um, she got into a, okay. For a little context, yeah. Leah has always been known to not be nice on set. Yeah, that was always kind of like her and Rachel Berry, her character on Glee, kind it of was, blend into yeah. one person. Mm-hmm. But I kind of always imagined that she was just like obnoxious. Yeah. But uh, during 2020, when she kind of tweeted her support for BLM, Samantha Ware, who was like a guest performer on Glee. Yeah, I think she was like in one of the later seasons. Yeah. She wasn't like. Wasn't like one of the main no. four girls. Um, Samantha Ware tweeted back to Leah Michelle. LMAO, remember when you made my first television gig a living hell? Because I'll never forget. I believe you told everyone that if you had the opportunity, you would shit in my wig. (laughs) 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 Amongst other traumatic microaggressions that made me question a career in Hollywood. Okay. I have something, a, a, a hot take. Please. To say that might not be great. Yes. Because we'll get into the transphobia accusations later on, because I think those are, that is real. But the racism, I mean, all white people are racist. That's just fact. Yeah. But, like, is that an example of racism, or is that just, like, her being mean to a girl who happened to be black? I mean, Heather Morris, who played Brittany on Glee, kind of said um, as much about her. Because, like, once Samantha Ware tweeted that, yeah. Everyone else came out of the woodworks and was like, yeah, Leah Michelle was awful to me, too. Like yeah. Amber Riley from Glee, Kevin from Glee. Um, but Amber Riley also said she didn't want to uh, mix the two. Ex- yes, that she didn't want to conflate Leah's cruelty with racism. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And Heather Morris said, I don't know if Leah's racist. Yeah. I really don't. But I do know that she's an asshole to everyone. Yeah. That was like the <laughs> nicest thing people could say about yeah. her defense. Is that like, she, I don't know if she's racist. I know she's, she's a bitch asshole. to like literally every person she encounters. <laughs> if that counts for anything. So actually her assholeness is equal? Yeah. <laughs> now, I do think though that like people who are genuinely mean to everyone they meet can enact like crueler crueler tactic towards marginalized groups yes definitely. and like that like can we we can hold space for that as well we can we can <laughs> um but like i know what you mean like yeah i mean to say you're gonna shit in someone's wig like i could see like why that's like like why you gotta shit in my wig <laughs> like what I, like I who says that kind of funny <laughs> like what and like samantha even like talked about how like at the time like Leah was clearly trying to like mark her territory yeah. and like she was like there was no like mix up about like who the star on set was yeah and so she like didn't really even know why like Leah had to like do all that yeah like she was always mean to like new people yeah and Naya Rivera has said that like they were friends early on and then when Naya Rivera's character Santana R.I.P. pour one out yeah uh 
started getting bigger, yeah, their friendship changed, and oh. and Rachel's uh, attitude towards her, or sorry, <laughs> I was about to say Rachel, <gasps> Leah's attitude yeah. towards her changed, yeah, and like, and by the end of the series, when they were actually having their most scenes together, they they had no friendship whatsoever. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Can I read you something else that's like disturbing, but I'm sorry, also kind of funny? Mm-hmm. Okay. A woman named Elizabeth Aldrich, who was Leah's understa- understudy during Ragtime the oh, Musical, yeah. said about Leah, she was absolutely awful to me and ensemble. She demeaned the crew and threatened to have people fired if she was in any way displeased. I used to cry every night from the mean and manipulative things she would do. She was 12. <laughs> She was terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) And I think so. So there's that thing. And I think what also people were like kind of happy. Wait, I got to read this one last thing. Another performer on Twitter who backed up Aldrich's account said that she was the meanest person I'd ever (laughs) encountered on Broadway. And that includes Tony Randall and Roseanne Barr. Oh, my God. Who I worked with, in parentheses, both awful people. She was a cancer on humanity. <laughs> okay. Like, okay. I don't think it's up for debate that she's a shitty person. Yeah. And she treats people terribly. Yeah. I think that's Like, that's just fact. But yeah. honestly, so do a lot of people in Hollywood yes. who are still very successful. Yeah. And I get what you're saying, but sometimes it, like, is more than just shitty. Yeah. When uh, Plastic Martyr, who's a singer... Mm-hmm. Um, have you heard a no. any of her music? No. Okay. Well, she is like the first trans woman who was ever signed to Capitol Records. Oh, wow. Cool. Um, but she talks about an account that she <laughs> had with Leah at, uh, in the bathroom at an Emmys party. And this was years ago. She said, I was still in the process of my transition and I wasn't 100% as passable then. Yeah. I was in the bathroom and started washing my hands and said, excuse me to her when trying to reach to the soap. And she goes, excuse me, excuse me, excuse you. You realize you're in the woman's bathroom. I remember going from feeling so beautiful that day to walking out of the bathroom, feeling so self-conscious and embarrassed. Yeah. Like, but then she goes on to say, this isn't to start hate or cancel someone's career. It's hopefully to open people's eyes up to the horrible transphobia that exists, but no one really talks about. Yeah. Which is rampant everywhere in our society. And I'm sure it's yeah, r- rampant in Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I read uh, an interview that Plastic Martyr gave with People in 2020, mm-hmm. and they asked her if Leah had apologized, and she yeah. said no. Oh, well, no. Leah's no. And Leah's a source apologize. in the article reached out to people and said that Leah actually had no recollection of that event. And I mm, believe that. She doesn't remember <laughs> she, it. She does, you think she's going to remember every shitty thing she's ever mm-hmm. said, and offensive thing she's ever said to anyone? <laughs> yeah. She wouldn't make it out the door yeah. in the morning. But, like, for that, and, like, not to get, like, too, like, deep with it, but, like, the play Funny Girl is a Ryan Murphy production. Yeah. And, like, Ryan Murphy, like, has posed and, like, has done a lot for, like, the trans community. So, like, not saying that transphobia in the world or in Hollywood starts and ends with Leah Michelle. Right. I'm not. But, like, is there, like, well, do you think, like, there's, like, like, what do you think about that? I would not put it to Ryan Murphy because I think he's actually really shitty, too. Yeah, he's right. And despite the fact that he is a gay man, um, 
Like he, I, he can, he does harm. As he well. does harm to his own community. I think he yes. hates women. Yes. He hates lesbians. Yes. A, or by women. Like, so I am not surprised that like something like that doesn't register to him. Like I know he does pose, but like, I don't think he's like an ally or anything. Mm. And I don't think he's trying to really uplift. I think he sees dollar signs. And he yeah. sees like his legacy. And he knows like his play funny girl is not making money it's losing money and he knows that this leah michelle casting what mm -hmm. it's gonna do for the show like all like the hype around her replacing beanie and like it's gonna yeah like tickets are are already going they're like are flying off they're like going for like two thousand dollars now are you serious yes Um, yeah like i have friends who are into the theater world and like when these rumors were happening they're like we need to get tickets now because once it's announced they're gonna go the prices are gonna right like get them as if like they're still like Mm -hmm. gonna be performed by beanie yeah because we know actually come it'll september she's gonna be gone yeah come august yeah yeah oh and so it's working already and this is all working because of that you were telling me about this like spring awakening documentary did you watch it no absolutely not okay but i thought about watching it like for the pod but i was like i don't think it's necessary but i think it was it was yeah no no, it was like i think why people were happy to dance on leah's grave a couple years ago like in 2020 when all these things were coming out yeah was also because like she wasn't doing anything post glee she had scream queens which was another ryan murphy show it got canceled after like two seasons i think yeah it was a flop he had a bunch of other shows that he wasn't putting her in. And people were asking him, like, why aren't you putting... Yeah. Well, to be fair, people were asking him about a lot of, like, Glee, Glee stars. Yeah, because he wasn't putting them in anything. Yeah. Like, and he was like, I can't just, like, cast them, like, <laughs> for the rest of their lives. But, well, they honestly, they need it. Those kids are struggling now. Yeah. Um, it's a dark, dark show. Yeah. Um. So then, because she wasn't booking any shows in Hollywood, she had to go back to her roots. And she started doing this tour with Darren Chris, who is a really good friend of hers and also is from Glee. He played yeah. Blaine. They just did, like, uh, basically, like, musical karaoke. They just, like, sang songs from Broadway. Oh. Um, I think I never heard of that. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it was, Not like, a familiar. niche thing. Yeah. But I think people actually went to it. and it But was it like, reminded people why they loved Glee in the first place. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then after that, yeah, this Spring Awakening documentary happened, which is I heard she was like really charming in it. Yeah, which that's where she got her big break on Broadway. Yeah. And then they revitalized Spring Awakening on Broadway with her and their original cast. Uh, what's that guy's name? <sighs> I know he's in Mindhunters. Yeah, Jonathan. Jonathan. Gra- jo- Jonathan. Who also was on Glee. It's her actual best, 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 best friend. Yeah. She showed him her vagina when they were kids or something, right? Yeah. They've known each other for a long time. He played Jesse on Glee. Uh, Jonathan Groff? Something like that. It's, I think it's Jonathan Groff. Yeah. Uh, he was like her co-star on Fig Awakening. Yes, Jonathan and, Groff. Yeah. And so that also really helps people, again, to remind them what she's good at yes. and like why they liked her. Because she is incredibly she's talented. She's incredibly talented. You know? Yeah. yeah. And before, like, I started, like, Googling her and, like, figuring out, like, why she was, like, in trouble in the first yeah, place. I was like, that's exciting that she's getting cast in something. Yeah. Because I kind of always did, like, years ago, like, before, like, she got 
quote unquote canceled. Yeah. Did think that like after Glee she would be cast in like the funny girl movie. And I mm-hmm. did think she'd be cast uh in Wicked. Yeah. Um because she is like sickeningly talented. Yeah. Um, that was before like Ariana Grande showed up to the party and like, you yeah, know, you're not gonna, she was like, you know, yeah, the new girl in the scene and mm-hmm. she kind of blew it. Yeah. Um, you know, through actions of her own. Yeah. So I think like everyone loves an underdog, mm-hmm. but it's just like interesting because like there was this time when Beanie was on watch what happens live yeah. and uh, it was like on a zoom like watch what happens mm-hmm. live and it's her and andy and sarah paulson and someone else another like beater girl yeah she, she's a mean girls okay and was they asked beanie queens. about like how do you feel about like getting cast over leah yeah. and like she kind of dances around it like sarah paulson and the other girl are like snickering they're laughing their heads off Andy's yeah. snickering. Yeah. She's Beanie's at- snickering, too. Yeah. And at the time, that was, like, the cool thing. You know, Le- everyone's punching on Leah. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe she deserves it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just wonder for Beanie, like, you know, when you sit at the cool kids' table, mm-hmm. sometimes you got to get ready to get kicked out. <laughs> I mean... By the way, you got that part and Leah Michelle started trending on <laughs> Twitter because everyone knew that she wanted the part. Have you, like, has there been any correspondence between you guys yet? I there will be at some point. I didn't know that any of this was happening, by the way. And and, and all of a sudden people started explaining it to me and I was like, wait, what? I don't, I don't even under, like, I don't follow. I mean, I don't understand. I didn't understand. But um, she very sweetly wrote on my... Uh, Instagram. I don't know the woman whatsoever, but oh, that's nice. Oh, good. Well, I love this. That's a good, that's a happy story that she wrote on your Instagram. (laughs) And it's like, oh yeah, because this, you know, not me. I was never getting kicked. No, you you were never getting kicked out. But it's like, just the idea that like, okay, we built Leah up to tear her down. And now that we is... love an underdog, so we're happy to build her back up again. We built Beanie up kind yeah. of to poke at Leah. Yeah. And now we're tearing her down. And now I'm sure Beanie is not in a good ma- mental state right no, now. No, I mean, they said, hey, why not? Take a chance. Give it to the fat girl. Yeah. I might cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> I say leave it in. Okay. Maybe for the actual, like, let Miranda say it. Okay, okay. <laughs> But that is just so crazy. Like, that is Hollywood. Literally in the span of, like, how many months? Like, six months? We took someone, we tore someone down to make them the underdog that they weren't. Yeah, exactly. Just to lift them back up. Leah Michelle actually isn't an underdog. Yeah. Right. And then the same thing, when when Beanie got funny girl people were so ecstatic They're mm-hmm. like oh my god beanie, beanie thank beanie. god jonah hill's sister has a job yeah she was really gonna struggle yeah um and then and now beanie will be fine yeah it's definitely a tough break but she's yeah. in good company a lot a lot of big celebrities and actors have failed on broadway yeah julia roberts famously yes not did not go well for her no, I don't know what she was in. It's but grueling. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, as soon as she said, I was like, "Oh my god, I remember Julie Roberts yeah. did go to Broadway." Yeah, it didn't work out well. It's a different ball game. Yeah, baby. it's a different. One does not translate to the other, and the, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. You know, like actually, Leah Michelle 
what was one of the like impressive things about her going to Glee was that she did translate the television really well. Yeah. After like cutting her teeth her whole childhood on Broadway. Yeah. And really cutting her teeth and everyone else's. <laughs> yeah. And really didn't have a lot of uh, screen experience. But yeah, she knows her lane and she excels in it. Can I just say that um, Samantha Ware did uh, tweet out after the news that Leah got the role and she said, yes, I'm online today. Yes, I see y'all. Yes, I care. Yes, I'm affected. Yes, I'm human. Yes, I'm black. Yes, I was abused. Yes, my dreams were tainted. Yes, Broadway upholds whiteness. Yes, Hollywood does the same. Yes, silence is complicity. Yes, I'm loud. Yes, I do it again. Yes. I, mean, I mean, I think that's fair. Like, I'm sure, like, she, what, like, Leah did yeah. terrorize her. Yeah. Like, she doesn't want to see this girl thrive. Yeah. I get like, that. Come yeah. on. Like, why would you be happy? Yeah. That Leah Michelle, who said she was going to shit in your wig, <laughs> got cast in the lead in Broadway. Like, yeah. yeah, I get that. Like, I totally get what Samantha's saying. Like, fuck Leah Michelle. Yeah. And, like, you know, um, Yvette Nicole Brown. Do you know who that is? The name sounds familiar. She was who in was Drake that? and Josh. She was in Community. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. She's like a really funny yes. scene in The Office. Yes, yes, yes. Um, she was on, remember that show, The Mayor? That oh, like one season yes. short-lived show with Leah Michelle. She was in that with her. Oh, Lord. And when Samantha first tweeted out back in 2020, oh, she God. commented, I felt everything you said. Ooh, Okay. And, like, Abigail Bresnan has said that Leah was terrible to her on Scream Queens. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I mean, like, and I want to believe that, like, people can change and grow. Like, yeah. and really can, like. She's had a baby. She's had a baby. But, like, I have, you have to be able to point to concrete things that you've done. Like, first things first, an apology, which she's done not. I mean, she did, uh, she did yeah. tweet an apology yeah. to Samantha two years ago. Yeah. But it was, like, I mean, I'm not even going to read it. Um, I mean, maybe she's been humbled a little bit. Yeah. And she can go into Funny Girl with a little bit more humility. Yes. And, yeah, know that, you know, you don't have to be shitty to the people you work with to get your job done. Yeah. And you had Nicole Brown tweeted about this uh, a couple years ago. She said, every person on set matters. Every person on set deserves respect and it is the responsibility of every series regular to make every person who visits their home feel welcome. Yeah, Leah doesn't do that. No. And that's, no. Yeah. Yeah. So she's right. But I do think that women, and like, okay, the racism aside, because yeah, I just can't speak to that. I'm not saying she's not racist. Yeah, I'm sure she is. But exactly. Um, but in terms of how people are treated on set, I do think that women who do that and it's never okay, but like there are so many men where those rumors also occur. Christian Bale has been known to be a terror on set. But I mean, Leah Michelle isn't being thrown in jail for that. Right. We're just criticizing it. We criticize Christian Bale as well and Joaquin Phoenix. I know, but no one's like, oh man, he shouldn't have been Batman. <laughs> okay, I'm saying she maybe shouldn't be Fanny Bryce because she honestly I think committed a hate crime in the <laughs> Emmy's bathroom. Well, yeah, I she mean, definitely did. Trying to like aggressively clock yes. a trans woman yes. in the bathroom. No, it's I mean, that, so I pose that question because okay, okay, I see, like, I see what you mean. You yes. know, yeah, like totally. Now we're talking about like 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, th- now we're getting into like what's like. I know. I know you wanted to be like, oh, funny, like redemption arc. But the reality. Yeah. Because like that's what always happens is that all these things come out against Mm -hmm. people and it's really hard to archive it and it's really hard to like keep it in your mind. And I'm not saying that you can't go see Funny Girl on Broadway. Yeah. You know, like go have a laugh. Like God knows we need it. My God. (laughs) But I'm just saying to be critical of not only the art you consume, but yes. also the artist. Oh, always. I always you know? am, baby girl. Yeah. Always. And like, and I'll admit, I don't go to see Broadway plays often. So for me, yeah. I probably won't go see, I won't choose the one-off time I go to Broadway to go watch a terror. Like maybe <laughs> if I did it regularly, then I'd be like, yeah. you know, because I go to the movies regularly. So yeah. I know I'm like constantly watches, like, watching like a rapist on screen. Okay. But it's like. Yikes. What? I mean, probably. I think we all just have things we're willing to exactly like, turn. And I'm a blind just here to, to remind you. Yes, and I, I. But I also think that that's the question of like, what's a quote unquote cancelable offense? Should she not work again ever because of that? No. Okay. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm not. I, it's just like I'm not even saying that she should. I, I was. I'm literally just posing the question. Yeah. Like, you know. I'm like, what do we think about that? Like, I will continue to watch reruns of and Glee. And to your point of holding men accountable, that's why I brought yeah. up Ryan Murphy. Because I was like, well, yeah. what does this say about him? He's the one who, like, made millions of dollars off of Pose. Totally. Like, so, like, if I were, like, those actors, I may be looking at him sideways. But to your point, they're probably not because they already know what it is. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, th- this may be going, like, totally off path. And maybe we could, like wrap it up in transition but like i have more trouble because i'm sorry i thought of brian murphy then i thought of like of andy cohen yeah i have i mean they're like one yeah. the same i have more trouble and i still do it watching brandy glanville yes and on uh ultimate girls trip yeah and knowing that andy uh hired her who i actually know she's a racist yes like facts yes cold hard facts yes. period yeah. material girl yeah and i still watch it yeah i still watch andy and hit and his other stuff but i and like we like we because we when we watched those seasons of brandy glanville be racist it was we were watching it years later so like there was nothing to be done anymore yeah and we were we weren't having the cultural conversations we were having now and so we're like, okay, like, what is Andy going to do? But now, 2022, Andy casts her. So, like, yeah. you know, what is he, like, purporting? Okay, we're talking about what Ryan Murphy's purporting, okay? I'm Not sorry. Andy Cohen, okay? okay? <laughs> what he's purporting to us is content. Sure. Housewife after housewife, okay? All he's just paying like, his penance. We're all just, like, making compromises because inherently Hollywood is all shitty, you, shitty, shitty. Ex- and I think, like... That is very true, but it's something to think about as yes. I think the pendulum of me too and like swings back, swings back, mm-hmm. which I, I kind of wrap me too in the bubble of also calling out racism and yeah. transphobia. Just totally. like when we all had nothing to do but call out celebrities <laughs> and then uh, like after we called out every single celebrity and we were like, oh, they're all shitty. <laughs> now we're going to have to like rank them. Yeah. Like who real? Okay. Like, well, there's people that actually need to go to prison. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like, so we like R. Kelly, Bill Cosby, Harvey yeah. Weinstein. So you guys have to go to uh, prison. prison. Okay. Um, the rest of you. The rest of you. Yeah. Leah, you don't get to work for two years. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. Um, you gotta hope somebody fucks up and then we'll talk. Yeah, yeah like I totally get I'm just saying yeah. that it yeah, I'm just like, okay, she could have like made amends. She could have. She could have. Like it that is like the least she could do and would have would have been the best thing for is to just have a human moment with that woman and apologize. Yeah. But like with both of them, because yeah. in the um 2020 article with plastic martyr she's asked um you know how do you do you feel why do you feel compelled to speak out Mm -hmm. and she said this one part that i thought was really interesting i don't want my community to be in pain to be honest my experience with her was very minor compared to what i've experienced in my life it wasn't me trying to get a pity party and i just like yeah like got that like what I like read that and was like whoa like she did that to you in the bathroom like that's fucking horrible and it is horrible but like it's hearing plastic put it in context of even her life it shows you that you know the things they yes that she has to go through and if you know totally and but to that point that it seems like it could have been fixed with an apology yeah yeah and so People the fact really that there has to made a freaking apology. Yeah. They really yeah, do. exactly. Like yeah. we're not saying jail. Yeah. We're saying fruit basket and yeah. pick up the fucking phone. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And yeah. like she hasn't even done that. So it's like when you watch her, are you watching that same person? Yes. Or have you, are you watching a person that changed? Do we you don't. even care what if Yeah. You know? All valid questions. And it's and it's to your point, there are certain actors that I watch that I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just all relative. It's all relative. Yeah. Exactly. And you're not a bad person. If you do go buy tickets to no. see Leah Michelle, I, like I said, I'm not a bad person. If I want to rewatch episodes of Glee. No. Well, no, of course not. Right. I don't watch them for Leah though. Right. So she just happens to be there. Exactly. Honestly, I watch the episodes of the less Rachel, the better. We know why you watch Glee. Okay. <laughs> Leah, like we get it. Okay. Santana. Yeah. <laughs> In Mr. Schuster's absence, I'd like to go around and ask everyone what solos they'd like to hear me perform at sectionals. Hey, you know what? Let me in. What is We know. Okay, so let's get into Doja Cat. Let's get into it. Let's get into, into it. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So over this past week, Doja's gotten some really weird press because yeah. she slid into the DMs of an actor called Noah Shep. I sure stranger things he's on yeah, stranger things he's, he's stranger. probably immensely famous i have never heard of him <laughs> he's 17 doja is 26 she slid into his dms because she has a crush on another actor on stranger things named joseph quinn who is 27 age appropriate so he is age appropriate she asked noah can you hit up jo- joseph quinn for me yeah and he's like uh slide into his dms and she's like i can't find his twitter or his Instagram. There's no DMs to yeah. be slid into. Then Noah sends Doja the <laughs> link to his IG and goes, there you go, ma'am. Yeah. The, and then those are just private conversation. It ends there. And then Noah decides to post that conversation on his TikTok. Because he's 17. Because he's hilarious. 17 years old. Yeah. And Doja, like, freaks out about it. And she makes a video calling Noah a weasel. Mm-hmm. And a snake. Yeah. And it was like, that was really whack. I mm-hmm. thought he was going to be like really chill about it. 
here, I can just read you this quote. Yeah. She goes, maybe he is like a whole snake, but I didn't see him that way. I made an assumption that he was going to be chill about it, and he went and shared information that I didn't feel comfortable with him sharing. To be fair, first let's be, let's be, try to be chill about it. To be fair, this is like a, a kid. Like Noah is like, I don't know how old he is, but there, he's not even over like, there's no way he's over like 21. And he might be, like I could be wrong. Um, but like, when you're that young, you make mistakes. You do dumb shit. I'm like trying to be super fair. You do dumb shit. You say dumb shit. You fucking fuck up relationships with people. You, you make mistakes. Like you're supposed to, so that you know. You're supposed to do stuff like that, so that you know not to do it in the future. Like I, I did my share of fuck ups, so that I don't fuck up again. Um, but the fact that this person that Noah did that like went and posted a private conversation between me and him is so unbelievably like socially unaware and whack and like you know what I mean like that's like borderline snake shit like that's like that's like weasel shit and like I'm not saying that encapsulates his entire personality like Noah is not like the definition, like, I I wouldn't imagine he is, maybe he is, like, maybe he is an, like, a whole snake, you know? Okay, well. if you're a celebrity, no matter who you're DMing or texting, uh, no matter what age they are, I'm sorry, you should always be, like, the possibility of your text and getting leaked, I think are always a possibility. Yeah. But what do you feel about the reaction to, like, Doja texting him? Like, some people were saying it was, like, really inappropriate of her to be, like, in uh, the ends of a 17-year-old. Do you think that that is just, like, I don't, I, yeah. I honestly, I don't think it's the weirdest thing in the world. Yeah. It's not something I would do. I'm not going to be in it. But that's just because, like, she wasn't doing it. Like, she wasn't, like, trying to be his friend. But I have heard that they, like, did have, like, they have, like, DM'd in the past. Yeah, so wasn't, that like, wasn't, like, like, the first time she yeah. messaged him. Also, like, Doja's, like, kind of weird and, like, emotionally yeah. stunted herself. Yeah. She wasn't, I didn't think she was being creepy. Yeah. I mean, it is kind of creepy to talk to a seven. It, no, it definitely is. Creepy to talk to a 17-year-old yeah. about your dating, like, life. dating life. Yeah. I definitely would say that's a boundary cross. That is a boundary cross, for sure. Do I think she's, like, a pervert or a pedo? Like, no. no. I think she's really inappropriate. I think she's always inappropriate. Yeah. yeah. And she did something inappropriate. Well, before I made that assumption, I kind of wanted to, like, search some, like, Doja Cat blinds. Oh, God. Because I was in the blinds, like, in the, like, knee deep in the I blinds. I am starting to get into the blinds because I wanted to, like, before I got in here, I was like, I don't think she's a paddock and I don't think she is. I wanted to, like, look up some blinds to see mm-hmm. if, like, maybe there was, like, some, like, little pebbles of, yeah. like, a potential R. Kelly situation oh, starting. Lord. And it's not. Okay. Like, her blinds God. aren't like that. Um, I was on Crazy Days and Nights and, like, I get the feeling that NT Lawyer, who, like, writes the blinds on uh-huh. this website, uh, doesn't like her, because, like, he, in all the blinds, he calls her a pot-smoking feline singer. Okay. Um, there was, 
this one blind, I want to read it to you and see if you can tell me what you think it's about. Okay. It says, this pot-smoking feline singer has been hinting that things went astray with the producer of her biggest hit. It was the same kind of astray as he'd been accused of before. Max Martin. Okay, keep going. But no, no, that's the end of it. Oh. But like, you're in the right real house. Like, who's uh, another? Diplo? Uh, like, okay, there's only one other. Like, you're in the right, right. Helen right. Harris? Okay, now you're colder. Okay, hold on. I, I want to guess it. I want to guess it. Max Martin. Diplo. Not Max Martin, not Diplo, but you're like, what's another producer that's oh, like Max? Oh, oh, I, that's just who I meant. Luke, uh, Dr. Luke. Yeah. That's, that's who I meant when I said Max Martin. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Dr. Luke, Max Martin, they actually, he, Max Martin was his uh, protege. Uh-huh. Um, or was it vice versa? One of them, whatever. Okay. Luke, Dr. Luke was Max Martin's protege. Okay. Um, Dr. Luke. Yeah. Duh. Mm-hmm. He's a fucking rapist. hundred mm-hmm. yeah. percent. And we listen to Dr. Luke. Yeah. Yeah, we you do. Know? And I and I would say Dr. Luke is lo- a lot worse than Leah Michelle. Like, that's yeah. kind of like what I mean about, like, yes. you've got to, like, yeah. You know, yeah. pick out the worst of the worst. That's, I mean, Hollywood's rotten. Like, yeah. what do you want? But rotten. listen to this other uh, blind. The singing marijuana feline does not like to be filmed when she has been doing or is about to be doing coke. Fans, Whoa. beware. <laughs> and then there's another one. This marijuana feline can say whatever. Oh my God, <laughs> we get it. She smokes weed. Like literally everyone. Okay. This marijuana feline can say whatever she likes about not using Coke in three years. But that was definitely her. I saw doing lines in late 2020. Oh my and then God. again early last year. So chances are good that those are not the only two times. And that's from January of this year. Yeah. That could literally be a blind for anyone in Hollywood. I know. Like, I know. Okay. Can I read Grow you this up. last one? And yeah. it's the one I want you to guess who it's about. Okay. Well, it's about Doja and someone yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This permanent A-plus list rapper has been spending his time in isolation. Okay, this line's from 2020 from, for context. Okay. This permanent A-plus list rapper has been spending his time in isolation, finding a new woman to sleep with and for his wife to hate. This time, it is the pink-haired, probable one-hit wonder. Kanye? Mm-mm, but you're in the right wheelhouse. Jay-Z? Yep. Oh, Lord in heaven. Well, you know that, like, in the blinds, like, it's pretty much, like, it's established that Jay-Z and Beyonce bring people into their marriage. Ew. And they bring people into their marriage to be in a throuple with, with them. And sometimes it goes into a line with Jay-Z. Uh-huh. And sometimes it goes into a line with Beyonce. And that, like, that can, like, cause what? a lot of... Yeah. And that, like, um, there's been a lot of rumors about Gwyneth Paltrow being in a throuple with Jay-Z and Beyonce. Uh-huh. And that the line being Jay-Z. And then there's, like, a lot of evidence for the line... Going to Beyonce. I mean, that I would love. That, <laughs> that, that I would love. Yeah, that we can only hope for. Yeah. All right. Talk about goop. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. But um, and obviously uh, but to be fair, the this blind about Doja and Jay Z, yeah. it's like every uh yellowbone singer gets that blind about them in Jay Z yes, and Beyonce. Facts. Rihanna, they Rita do. Ora. Uh, Doja Cat, yeah. Alicia Keys, yes. like, and yeah. but sometimes I wonder if it's like e- they give there, all those singers that treatment, or if it's true, or if there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because I do believe the blinds about Rita Ora, Jay Z, and Beyonce. Oh, me too, me too. I believe that they were in a throuple. I 
Okay, I see. feel like that was more of a line. And I heard that it started off maybe like fun night throuple, not like, I don't think like. Well, we know, we know Rita likes to have fun yeah. with a couple of people. And then like, it was supposed to be maybe a couple time thing. And then mm. Rita and Jay-Z just started seeing each other on their own oh, without Lord. Beyonce oh, knowing. God. God, if you had to, cho- had to choose between seeing one of them on your own, imagine picking Jay-Z. That's insane insane i know that's the bigger but yeah the thing about oh but this is kind of an interesting line tell me if you can guess what this is about this is from 2020 as well yeah the crazy thing about this investigation is that the permanent a-list rapper hired a few people overseas to do some illegal purchasing of streams of arrival that way if the family member lost the sales battle they would be ready and not a literal family member but think like they share something, okay. like maybe a label. Okay. Um, that way, if the family member lost the sales battle, they would be ready to be declared the winner once the anonymous tipster said that there was illegal purchasing occurring. At this point, the streaming charts are all rigged all the time. Wait, what? I know, that one's really confusing, so I'll just tell you. It's a line saying that Jay-Z, Beyonce, and Megan The Stallion uh-huh. uh like paid someone to like illegally stream Doja Cat and Nicki Minaj's song. So like paid one person to illegally. (laughs) (laughs) How would that even work? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You can't rip the blinds to shred, okay? It's just giving you a little tea. Okay, okay. Okay, it's saying that it's like pitting Jay Z and against like Nikki. Okay. Well, that but Nikki and B are. I thought they were fam. No. I mean, I think they are, but I do think that Jay Z and Beyonce do like really shitty things to people. Like we know Nikki does shitty things. Yeah. She no, she really does. Like she's kind of been caught red-handed doing shitty things. So, um, but we wanted to talk about. Why another reason we think that the Doja Noah Shep Snap whatever thing like really um got people's attention. Got people's attention. And I think it reminded them a little bit of the Millie Bobby Brown Drake thing. A hundred percent, which I think is a hundred percent different. Agreed. And definitely not okay. Um and I it just got like reminded me. I had forgotten about the time that like Millie was on like the red carpet at the Emmys. Yeah. And it first kind of came out that her and Drake were texting each yeah. other. Like like yeah. it's weird. Like she doesn't she doesn't need to, like Drake shouldn't be talking about missing her. I miss you so much. Okay, She's when 13. you watch the video, okay. Yeah. Did you see the way that that black guy, the reporter, yeah. react? okay, doesn't he make yes. a face? Yeah. Okay, I think yeah. so, too. When she says, oh, we text, he, like, his head jerks back, like, yeah. slightly, but he catches it. Yeah. And he kind of, mum- like, sl- very slightly, he mumbles something out of his breath, like, what? Yeah. And then, like, he tell he has to, like, fix his face. Yeah, yeah. And engage, but, like, he literally jerks his head back. Yeah. It's like, wait, why are you texting Drake? You're 12 years old. Yeah. And, like, on that red carpet, like, that was before, like, they started making her look like Halsey. She looks 12. <laughs> she literally And Drake does. is, like, 32 at the time because it's from yeah. a 2018 red carpet. Uh-huh. So he's, like, maybe he's, like, 31 because I think he's, like, 35. Yeah. Uh, she was 14. Okay. Yeah. I mean. She was 14. I and she was texting. Yeah. And he was 31. Yeah. I mean, like, that's, like, really weird. But, like, there had already been stuff posted, um, 
about each other online like they had both posted pictures of each other on their own instagram account and like there was this one where they were at a party together and she posted uh captioned the photo love when my security is also my plus one like that's a plus one is a date right I mean, you're often I mean, my plus one. and That's true. But when we say it, we're being cheeky. Yeah. So, like, what's the cheeky side to Drake being her plus one? Yeah. You know? And she also, like, in that interview, she talks about how they're like, oh, I miss you. I miss you so much. And then they talk about, he gives her dating advice. That's inappropriate. Like, he shouldn't yeah, be talking she's to like, her we talk about, about boys. Yeah. Oh, and she's like, we're, I'm going to be in Atlanta. And like, he's going to be in Atlanta. It's like, I'm definitely going to see him. Yeah. Uh, I hope with some prevent parental supervision. Like, I saw a lot of people online saying that he's just, like, helping her because he was a child star from Degrassi. And she's <laughs> a child star from... Tra- okay, I don't buy that either. No. Because, one, their level of childhood fame isn't uh Not even comparable. close to being comparable. Like, Degrassi was, like, a step above community theater. <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember, like, lo- I mean, we love Degrassi, Degrassi. And I had the biggest crush on Drake. You did? On J- Jimmy? I don't remember okay. that. Okay. For me to even say that took a lot. So for, for you to, like, not. Yeah. I didn't have a crush on Jimmy. Okay. I don't Aaliyah. <laughs> what was I doing? I don't know. You had a crush on Craig, and I had a crush on Jimmy. I, I mean, I had a crush on Craig, too. I, just, yeah, I thought I feel like I remember you liking Craig a little bit more than Jimmy. I like Jimmy once he got his hairline fixed. <laughs> he did need to get his hairline fixed. Oh, my God, yeah. I, he was cute for one second. He was did you cute. you like him in the wheelchair? It was my favorite. Okay. Just because I just... Sorry, that sounded really ableist. That was bad. Yeah, cut that out. Um, um, yeah. But, yeah, but... I remember, like, when we watched it, and as much as we loved it, like, I knew yeah. these kids, like, weren't famous. No, and, like, no one had ever even, like... I feel like we used to joke about when we would go to Canada, we'd be like, oh, my God, are we going to see one of them? Yeah, and, like, become friends with them. <laughs> yeah, like, because the odds were pretty high, honestly. Yeah, I mean, we were nowhere near Toronto. No, we, um, we were in a town called Bayfield. <laughs> but, yeah, we thought that maybe drop they... Our location. <laughs> Yeah, we thought, like, maybe they... But, yeah, those aren't the same experience. Like, Stranger Things is a juggernaut. Like, she has, like, global success. She has a whole, like, machinery behind her. Yeah, she has a makeup line at, like, 13. Like Yeah, like, I remember when The Inn, which is, like, the channel that Degrassi played on. Shout out to The Inn. uh, They had this, like, show. Like, it was, like, a diary meets Uh cribs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For just, like, stars on The Inn. The Inn and I remember Degrassi on Yes. Yeah. Yes, it was Degrassi unscripted and like seeing Drake's like he just like lived in a normal house. Like he lived with his mom. Yeah. And his room was was, like 17 at the time. Yeah. But they just lived in like a normal house. And I remember like not being like surprised. I was like, yeah, Yeah. like, of course, like they're just like normal kids who are like, then go do this like cool show. Actually, it's kind of funny because like at the beginning, he, he like shows his card and it's like he's driving like an Acura. Yeah. And he says. You know, I don't really want, like, a Mercedes or anything. That's, like, pretentious. (laughs) It's so funny that Drake is talking about having a Mercedes be pretentious. Yeah. He's like, I mean, if you got the money, like, you know, get it. But, like, I remember, like, when I saw him, like, driving that Acura, it was, like, 
cool guys had like nice acros and cameras in high school yeah. so it was like he yeah was like definitely like yeah yeah like but i wasn't like impressed like that's what like brian and algebra drive too like yeah. a souped up acro yeah i don't think those kids in like Canada he were... lived a normal childhood yeah very much so like i know he was on sets and stuff and i know he did like fan meet and greet so i'm not saying he wasn't exposed to like but like canadian like suburb fame versus like stranger things like yeah. i think i've like made my point you no? have you have yeah. okay so like i just don't think that's like a fair thing to no. say like that that's like what they like have a common bond around absolutely not yeah and he's somehow like steering her career now things get weirder in some of drake's lyrics yeah and well not even just in his lyrics sorry but like and his other like relationships yes, with other people. There are actual av- there is actual evidence of him dating girls who have just turned eighteen. Yeah. Well who he's he, known since before they were eighteen. He went this was a few years ago. He went on a date with this woman named Girl. I'm gonna say girl because she's, she's eighteen. Girl. Yeah. Um named Bella Harris. She is the daughter of a music producer named Jimmy Jam. Drake first met Bella when she was 16 mm-hmm. backstage at a show. And then two years later, after she turned 18, they went uh, on a dinner date together. Yeah. Just the two of them in an empty restaurant. Weird. I mean, and that's he, creepy. he was 31. That's creepy. That's not. No. Right? Yeah. Um, he also has kind of a weird relationship with the singer Georgia Smith. Mm-hmm. Um. They have a song together, right? Yeah, that's how she kind of like first popped off. She's a British singer. Okay, yeah. Back in 2017, she was 19, he was 30, and she was featured on his album More Life. Mm-hmm. People were saying that they were dating, but Drake never commented on the situation. Fans speculated that the song Jaded is about her, and in the song, Drake says, We could have waited. I wasn't Russian. Different in, difference in ages. You're old enough, but you're still a baby. And also, like, that song's definitely about her. I think he's similar to Taylor Swift in this way. The song's called Jaded. She spells her name Georgia with a J. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and, like, the whole song's all about, like, oh, like, you're about to be famous. Like, you're about to pop off. And, like, it, it, there's a line about how now she's dating someone who does the same thing as he does. Yeah. She did date another singer. Yeah. Like, and she, yeah, so she was 19 and he was 31. Yeah. That's ew. That's ew. That's ew. I agree. I know 19, she can date, she can drink in Canada, but she can't drink in the U.S. So yeah. I'm going to say that's a ew. Yeah. If she can't drink, bro. It's a no. It's a no. I didn't know that he dated Haley Bieber before okay. she got Bieber. Okay. Okay. I looked into this. More. Okay. I love it when you fact check me. I, it, it, there are, yes, there are, there's like, did you watch the same video I watched? It was like a YouTube compilation of like, uh, uh-uh. they were in a car alone together. Oh, I did not they see went that. out to a club together. She I tried to left hand in hand with his security guard in a separate oh, car. Okay, and then mind. he came out after her. Okay. never mind. Cause I tried to find photos and I couldn't find any. Oh yeah. I'll, I'll show you. I still have the tablet. Okay. I'll show you after this. I saw the one photos of them going into a restaurant, but separately. Mm. Um, and then I thought I was like, if, well, is that weird? Cause like Drake and Justin are friends. He's done, you know, like that music video or the pop star. Pop star, that song. Yeah. <laughs> but this was like six years ago. I know. But like Haley's literally in that Drake. Video. But in the, 
in the picture when they're um, together, Drake is wearing a necklace with the letter H around his neck. Yeah. No, I didn't see that stuff about him. Yeah. So, yeah, I believe that they did. They did. And that's weird because she was 19. Yeah. And he was in his 30s. Yeah. He was 29. Oh, okay, 29. Yeah. Yeah. Like okay. that, I, I yeah, totally get what you're saying about him and Justin being friends. I totally, it yeah. gives me pause too. Yeah. But it's also like, I know they all date each other though. Yes, so it's like, true. if anything, that kind of just makes yeah, it. I mean, she dated Shawn Mendes. Right. Like yeah. it just like puts it into more yeah. context of yeah. like how they all get around. Crew love. Yeah. I mean, for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Not in like the misogynistic no, way. I no. mean, just love. Big spread. Kendall, Kylie, and right. Courtney all share Justin. That's true. That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. So he was loving their crew. Right. So yeah, that they pass him around they, too. Yeah, they were passing him, him around, around too. Yeah. Okay. Facts. True. 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 Yeah, he has a pretty public uh, pattern of dating girls who are borderline underage. Yeah. And remember that one time, this was years ago. He was 23 at the time when Drake, he pulled that girl up on stage. Yeah. Yeah, He pulls this girl up on stage and at first, like, you don't think anything. He's, like, giving her, like, the R&B crooner treatment. Yeah. He puts his arm around her chest. Yeah. And is, like, leaning on her from behind. And then he gets, you know, this idea to ask her how old she is. Yeah. Which I would say... If you, if you have, have to, to ask, ask, then she shouldn't be up there. Yeah. And the girl responds that she's 17. <sighs> and the reaction from Drake and the crowd gross. is both gross. It's gross. And he's like, man, why do you look like that? I why are you so thick? You're, yeah. about, you're about to get me in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. And then after she's told him he, that she's 17, he's like, well, I don't know if I should feel guilty or not, but I sure enjoyed myself. Yeah. And then Ugh. proceeds to give her a kiss on the cheek, on both cheeks, hand and forehead. Well, Dara, do you watch? If you watch closely, honestly, at that point, I couldn't watch. The that video closely. cuts off. He kisses her on the lips, but oh that's exactly when the video cuts cuts off. Yeah, he kisses her on the cheek, goes to the other cheek, forehead, and then he goes into the lips. Yeah. It's creepy. Bro, you're creepy. Drake's He's creepy. creepy. He's creepy. Drake's creepy. I'm not, I don't know if we're staring down the barrel of another R. Kelly, but I, I will know. say that he's creepy. I will say that for sure. Yeah. I can only, you know, <clears throat> Google. Yeah. I can only look at what's been presented in front of me. And we're just here to give you guys the cold hard facts. Cold hard facts. Also, allegedly. it brings us no. Also, all, all everything we said was alleged. alleged. Well, alleged. that video is real. That video is real. So, so some, some cold hard facts mixed in with yeah. some allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. We're just here to report you. It's up to you to do with this information what yeah. you will. Yeah. Dipping out on me already. Got what you need, I guess, quickly. Learned yourself through me already. Gave you what you needed, I guess. I guess, yeah. So I'm not with nobody. Cause I don't wanna hurt nobody. Did it over text, it and call me. Still got love for you. I think someone just needs to tell him, like, can, you need to stop, bro. Stay on your age. Oh my god, do you wanna talk about Sophia Bush's wedding? Yes. Please. Okay. Okay. This is like, I feel like, did you feel like you got married? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and regretted immediately afterwards. Yeah. 
Okay, Sophia Bush of One Tree Hill fame. This is Aaliyah's longtime childhood favorite show. I would say this is like one of them. Sure. For you, this is closer to your heart than Gossip Girl, OC. Gossip Girl. I mean, this is yeah, 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 for sure. Um, Sophia Bush played uh, Brooke. Aaliyah. We know who Sophia Bush is. So it was announced. If you don't know, you don't need to be listening to this podcast. Okay, so she announced her engagement to this guy that no one knew that they were even dating. Um, she announced her engagement a few months ago. Oh yeah, you're so right. Yeah, I just took that as no one cared who Sophia Bush was dating, but that actually I've heard that like when relationships. Okay, I know you're going to kill me, but from being in my blind world, I've heard that relationships, when they pop out of nowhere with, like, excuse me, burp, with marriages, it's, like, bearding. For her or for him? I don't know. He's not famous, so why would he need a beard? But I've just heard that, like, when relationships pop up with a sudden engagement slash marriage that make no sense and people are like, we didn't even know you guys were dating, it's, like, a clear-cut sign of of bearding. I mean, maybe, maybe so. I don't know. I mean, there's other reasons too people yeah. do that, but like, I mean, she claims to be a very private person, even though you can't get her to shut the fuck up. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so she popped up to this guy, married to this guy. What's his name? Grant Hughes. He's like some investment investment banker or whatever. <sighs> oh my god, I'm oh, so sure. Quote unquote entrepreneur. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Apparently, I did. Apparently, they met ten years ago. Slow burn. Yeah, but, like, didn't date immediately. And then over COVID, like, started sharing, like, links to, like, art and music and, like, just talking more and, like, fell in love. Okay. Okay. So I, you know, open up the gram and I see she's posted her wedding photo. And I'm like, oh, my God. Her wedding photos are gorgeous. Her dress, I'm... Monique Lelier. Seriously, like, I love... That wedding dress. She looks gorgeous, and I'm just excited. To and like non-traditional wedding dresses are tricky. They are. They're very tricky. Um, and I'm just excited to like look at all these photos. I'm excited to see what cast members of One Tree Hill are there. Exactly. But the thing that I've learned about Sophia. Any Chicago PD people make oh, it? Oh, definitely not. She has maybe a couple bur- of them. She, I didn't see anyone. Oh. She burned that bridge. Yikes. Willingly. Yeah. Um, the thing that I've uh, learned about Sophia is. She's a bit cringe. Yeah. And she's always OTT. Well, she's been making a social justice warrior her her entire personality. And it's exhausting. And it's also fucking bullshit. I don't believe that's your entire personality. I don't. Unless you just got a personality two years ago. What else do you think about? Oh, my God. When you're living in Calabasas in your white (laughs) lily world. I know you're not thinking about police brutality 24-7 because I'm not fucking doing it. And I live in (laughs) Bed-Stuy. So I... Click the photo to look at the caption, and immediately I'm like, no, 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 no. Okay. The best day of my life, and a love letter to an entire community that we cherish. Period. (laughs) (laughs) Sophia, what are you talking about? Like, your wedding is for anyone else but But you. you. Come on. Our wedding is a love letter for us. But also to our community and this larger community of Tulsa. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah, I was just about to say, if you're wondering why, it's Tulsa, Oklahoma. This is the energy we wish to be intentional about together. Okay, congratulations. Happy birthday. Yeah. And then I love it. Our story on Vogue magazine. <laughs> like, 
Hashtag Tulsa Massacre. Yeah. Hashtag Vogue. Hashtag Anna Wintour. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. So I actually had to go then read this Vogue article. And she tells this story about how um like why she announced her engagement publicly it was because they got engaged in italy no one cares i know but no dear it's so annoying she was like we got engaged in italy and then we ran into some very sweet gen zers who asked for a photo and i saw them spot the ring on my finger so i knew that we had to announce it so that we could control the story as if these little gen zers in italy are gonna do shit there was no story to control there was no story Okay. Okay. But then, how do you explain the fact that you had your whole Why wedding? Why can't it just be that you wanted to announce your engagement because you're getting like, engaged? Like everyone does, puts their engagement on Instagram. Yeah. Famous or not. Like, Who why cares? does it have to be a story to like back up exactly. your reasoning? As exactly. if it was like dragged out of you. Yeah. Because she wants to like give this impression that she's like above social yes, media and she does. Above, Despite like, the fact that, but her I, wedding's in vogue. Yeah. And if I click on her Instagram story right now, I'm also gonna see about ten million dots. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even look at her Instagram yeah. story anymore. Literally, Dara, I clicked it the day that she posted her uh the wedding photos, wanting to just see more photos. Yeah. And it's her up there talking, talking, yeah. talking about me. <laughs> 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 about reproductive justice and i'm like eh, yeah exactly <laughs> please stop not what i came here for <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay okay and then in the vogue article she talks about um she's like it's so weird to have this public attention on us it's not something i'm comfortable with but then i realized okay. if we were gonna get have this public attention why not do use it for something good so i turned to grant and i said grant why don't we have our wedding in Tulsa? And he looked at me like I was crazy <laughs> because, yeah, <laughs> why the fuck would you have your wedding in Tulsa? <laughs> the man is from Oklahoma and he still doesn't even want to have right. his wedding in Tulsa. Is he from Tulsa? Uh, they never say that. They just say he's from Oklahoma. So I'm going to guess no. Okay, so she wanted to have her wedding in Tulsa yeah. because of the Tulsa massacre? Well, they claim that they have spent a lot of time there since okay. uh, getting to know each other. Like, they spent a lot of the pandemic there. Okay. And they're involved in an in organization that they wanted to really shed light on that uh, does have to do with the Tulsa massacre. Okay. Uh, the, if you really care, the, the organization You know what? It's interesting. It's like, Sophia centers you know raising awareness for the tulsa massacre in her wedding and yet it's still giving the same energy as blake lively getting married on a plantation oh snap it's giving the same same energy why is that same just leave us out of your wedding relax (laughs) just have your wedding get married please Oh, my God. So then the whole article is about all her nods to Tulsa and all her nods to social justice. Mm. Oh, like she's so extra. Like. It is even like her dress printed in Italy, sewn in California, worn in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I will love this forever. What a day. Worn in Tulsa. Yeah, exactly. Like what? Um. Oh, I guess they fell in love in Tulsa, she says. Um, okay. Okay. So this is the caption where she goes into, like, the organization that they, like, w- specifically wanted to shed light okay. on. Okay. This one is pretty freaking cringe. Oh, my God. My husband and I started to fall in love with... T- oh, 
Sorry. They did not fall in love in Tulsa. They fell in love with Tulsa. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I can see how you could get that confused. And it's also giving me huge, just like white people in Detroit energy. Yeah. Well, she famously really likes Detroit as well. She also really likes Uh Detroit. Okay. Red flags. Uh To show up and ask how we might, the two of us activists, and he, an Oklahoman, lift from behind in a community preparing for the centennial of the 1921 race massacre, pursuing justice. Our hearts and minds were blown away by this legacy. Our commitment solidified day we met the imitable, the person who's part of the organization. Um, oh my God. We have built a friendship that has changed and inspired us. It is what she's taught us that made us both say Tulsa. When we oh ask ourselves where we get married. Oh my God. Okay. Well, first of all, we're, we t- now we're telling two different stories. Because what story you say you turned to him and just told him we're getting married at Tulsa. This story, y'all looked at each other and said <laughs> Tulsa. Okay. Right. We were so honored when Dr. Crutcher and, fr- and friends said yes when we asked him to help, to help us lead 200 people through a day of education on Greenwood. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Was that wedding fun for anyone? <laughs> Literally. A two days of education? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Dear, we warned people that it would be hard. but it would Your al- wedding? Yeah. <laughs> I know. But it would also be beautiful. I took off work for this. It's supposed <laughs> to be easy. I flew to Tulsa. Right. But it would also be beautiful. In a time where states like the one my husband grew up in are banning books and it attempting to stop schools from teaching the truth of who America has been in her worst hours. We believe you must know where you come from and where you've all failed, where we, sorry, where we've all failed in order to go forward and succeed in love, justice, and progress. This is the case. Okay. The those are a lot of hours. That so we took America's everyone to school. Stop. Oh my God. You're I'm so sorry. I was talking when you said that. Okay, the end of the caption. So we took everyone to school. Stop. There's just so much happening. My mind is I racing. know. And it was just like, I, like the whole Vogue article is just like, oh my God, like her nods to like John Lewis. I know. Like, stop. As if he hadn't been through enough. <laughs> Literally. But big up to her for getting put in Vogue, no? Still oh, losing? yeah, I know. I thought I mean, so, too. I feel like because... I mean, it's not the cover, but... I, I know it's online, and I know they, yeah. they kind of no, widen... she probably got some photos in You print. think? Yeah, probably. Uh, maybe uh, maybe what because it's such it? a beautiful wedding. Like, I'm telling yeah. you, like, I will no, give it, it is It beautiful. is a... Go- like, that dress, she looks... She looks stunning. She doesn't even look real. She looks so beautiful. Yeah. Like, her jawline... Oh, my God. Cuts. It cuts. The only critique is I just, like, I don't like those earrings. Fair. They remind me so much of, like, early aughts. Like, mm, well, there, that's where she made I her really bread and She won't let it go. Yeah, I really would have liked a little small gold something in the mm. ear. But that dress and the hair and the makeup was, like, perfect. Beautiful. But all three of her dresses. Did I see all three? Did um, you show me? I think so. Okay. Sex, so, like, she turned it, she... Uh, transform into a dress for the reception and then the after party was like a short like silver it looked kind of like a, like a mirror ball oh pretty so pretty so pretty yeah she looked incredible she looked gorgeous yeah that wedding was all about her Let's yeah like and just like she's always just talking about activists activists but mazel to them yeah i mean it's 
it's great that she's like making herself like aware, but yeah. like I don't think that it needs to be put into the center of your wedding. I don't. And it, it, like, you're an actress. Like, you need to be aware, but you don't need. And maybe she's talking to more white people. I mean, that's like all that was at her wedding. So she yeah, is. yeah. But it's just like it's just it's so cringe to me. Yes, and it's so performative. It is to me. Yeah, but the wedding was beautiful. Yes. And I just I don't know what that stuff actually does. Yeah, exactly. But, but make you feel better that you did it. Gorgeous gowns. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous ga- gowns. gowns. Yeah. Well, Mazel Sophia Bush Hughes. I'm not going to call you that. You're going to be forever Sophia Bush. She hused herself. You're lucky I don't call you Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Thanks for listening to that episode of We Might Be Overthinking This, but. Oh, my God. Our Johnny Depp episode got like how many listeners? Okay, we don't share our viewership with. The oh, public. okay, that's right. Yeah, that's for us. But it got a lot. It got a lot. Aaliyah doesn't want to reveal numbers. I don't reveal. I'm like Netflix. That I guy. was just thinking when you told me though the number, I was like, I wonder how many of those people were listening. We're like pro Johnny Depp people. I think they're like pro- mad. I hope you were mad. I hope you were mad. I don't think they're listening anymore. Don't come here for that shit. Um, but yeah, I think they were definitely pro Johnny people. Well, we're sending off. Mm-hmm. Thanks. I'm your host Aaliyah, and I'm your other host Dara. Ariana Grande is going to be playing Glinda in the Wicked movie. Oh, my gosh. I was so excited for her because, you know what? Ariana hasn't done a lot of acting since our early days. So I'm excited for her to do this and, and marry both the theatrical element and the music. And that voice is ready for it. Oh, Did my you gosh. Voice? Yes. Did you think your other co-star, Leah Michelle, was going to be Alpha Love? Man, I would not have been surprised. I love Leah. Where's Leah? Yeah. Where, where's she at? Yeah. Are you guys in touch? I haven't talked to her in a minute. Now you brought it up. I'm like, man, where is Leah? Where is Leah? Where is Leah?